series including the first three episodes of this current season so yeah so gonna go ahead and start off with how i got into the show and um who it was who got me hooked and it was my friend jeff who constantly talked about it and put in a good word and got me hooked and mentioned the type of humor the show had and basically led to me getting into this show along with uh, Rick and Morty, or not Rick and Morty, uh, Futurama. So yeah, got both of them. And um, it was definitely the nihilistic and just random oddball humor and the show pulling no punches that definitely got me hooked. And why I prefer to watch the show on HBO Max where it's uncensored, which is um, pretty nice also. And uh, that's also where I watched it. it. was all on HBO Max. And now I've been watching them through Adult Swim. But uh, definitely going to rewatch this season again because uh, the freaking censoring is annoying. And definitely changed some moments that I <laughs> saw in some of the more recent episodes. But uh, yeah. I guess starting off with the debut season of season one, freaking uh, this definitely was a real solid start to the series. And uh, the first episode was uh, definitely a great start. And overall, I enjoyed this show. Definitely this season set the mood and um, even had some lasting repercussions that the show has yet to rest on, which... A show considering this that has the multiverse and the portal gun and all the crazy sci-fi stuff in it, you'd think they'd retcon it immediately, but I'm glad Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon haven't done that. I guess I do also like the humor that picks apart some of the traditional story structures like uh, like Me Seeks and Destroy, where freaking Rickett and Morty makes fun of the classic hero's journey with Morty wanting to go into his call to adventure and... <laughs> When I get there, we'll discuss how that just went dead wrong. <coughs> but yeah, the pilot was a real solid debut, and freaking um, got the best moment was probably when Morty got those uh, <clears throat> knowledge seeds planted up his butt, and Rick just had him casually do it, and freaking uh, he started to convulse and he was getting in trouble in school and beth and jerry were just uh freaking all like uh what's going on and then he just started saying all a bunch of cool shit and um <clears throat> freaking uh he had all of his knowledge and whatnot and then once it was done he just passed out and started convulsing <clears throat> But yeah, Rick and Morty are definitely two solid lead characters, and 
I'm so glad Rick is very complex in his morality, and I don't get why people just label him a villain. He's more an anti-hero to me. And <clears throat> Morty's mostly a hero, but probably anti, because he does cross some lines that traditional heroes don't cross. And Summer is definitely, uh, <clears throat> definitely tries to be more hero, but definitely she has an anti-hero, just like her brother. And Jerry, as you'll hear me talk about him, he's the butt of the show, the butt of the joke, and freaking Rick's always attacking him, and even Rick, Summer, and Beth, and Beth being the mom, who is a pretty solid character and does develop and get better throughout the show, and uh, boy, does she have her moments, though, where she gets pretty fucked up towards Morty. But yeah, the next episode, Lawnmower Dog, was pretty awesome, too. Uh, freaking <clears throat> freaking uh, <clears throat> this one Having the going into dreams, dreams uh, parody of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, and even some jokes about Inception and Rick just tearing Inception apart, which was fucking hilarious. And um, oh yeah, and also uh, Snuffles, uh, Rick and Morty's dog, or Morty's dog, freaking peeing on the carpet, and Jerry getting all mad. And Rick makes him smart, and then they end up taking the freaking taking over the world and. Rick has to make uh, Morty look like he died, but yeah, it uh, definitely was um, a pretty good second episode. Quite frankly, I don't agree with the common consensus that the show has the show peaked in the second season finale, The Wedding Squanchers. I'll get to that when I get to that. But um, yeah, I feel this whole series has been great, and there really isn't a black sheep episode or a black sheep season, and it's definitely not like freaking. It's very much like Futurama. A lot of unnecessary criticism gets thrown at it that I just don't get. But yeah, the next episode is also pretty hilarious too. M. Night Shyamalan's where it parodies all the twist endings of uh, of uh, M. Night Shyamalan movies. Oh, one staple of the show too that I like is the post credit scenes where it's one final joke usually thrown in. Kind of like Marvel movies, which is nice. And I guess that's also another thing, too, that hooks me into Rick and Morty that I definitely really like. But, uh, yeah, freaking um, this episode was funny, too, with the Zigerian scammers and Rick trying to outsmart him. And there's simulations inside simulations. And freaking Jerry got caught in it, too. And he hears him say human music. And he's all like, Human music. I like it. Oh, God, Jerry's such a dumbass. But, uh, yeah, it is pretty funny, though, too, how Rick tricks them with the concentrated dark matter, gives them the fake recipe, makes a bomb, and freaking Rick singing. I forget the name of the song, but it has a little uh, <clears throat> saxophone line. And it's so funny. He's like, oh, yeah, Jerry, how about you ask the smartest beings in the universe? Oh, yeah, they blew up. <laughs> yeah oh gosh that was just uh awesome and also jerry just having the ultimate middle finger thrown his way where he's like all freaking uh thinking he's living his perfect day and it's all just a simulation and freaking oh god it was just so great <clears throat> and the next episode <coughs> being me seeks and destroy it introduces the me seeks where uh they're the little blue aliens that come in to help people out with simple tasks and freaking 
helps Beth out and Beth becomes all super attractive. And gosh, I love it when Summer's all like, dad, mom is an incredibly beautiful woman and you need to start appreciating her more. And freaking Jerry tries to take a couple strokes off his golf game and he can't freaking do it. And the Meeseeks just go all crazy because they want to die. <laughs> oh God. And then this episode says the fantasy adventure where Rick and Morty go into, uh, where he gets to lead his adventure after a previous one. And um, this is the one that makes fun of the hero's journey. And Morty wants to go to the call to adventure. Just about everything goes wrong. And Rick and Morty almost die every time. And then there's this pedophile that tries to rape him in a bathroom. And gets King Jellybean. And he tries to manipulate people. And even has a statue of a kid with him. And freaking uh, Rick even goes in and freaking shoots him at the end of the episode through the portal and uh freaking freaking uh definitely a real uh solid episode and i uh, really enjoyed that one and then rick potion number nine is the one with the big changes where freaking rick makes the love potion and it ends up being real contagious and Affects the whole universe and Rick and Morty hop dimensions in this episode. <coughs> and then they all turn into Cronenbergs. And, uh, freaking, freaking, uh, this is the one that basically just established that the only characters that are their official versions are Rick and Morty. And they have to replace themselves with, uh, freaking, in this another universe where they both died and uh everyone else is basically there and freaking morty is traumatized and rick just brushes it off after he had to bury himself but yeah this episode definitely has set the biggest amount of change and it's up there among my favorite episodes but my favorite comes in season two and well, a lot of people say is the best episode. I do agree, but it, it definitely isn't mine, and that's total Rick all. But when we get there, uh, I'll discuss. But yeah, the next episode, Raising Gazorpazorp, is also another pretty solid episode, too, with uh, <coughs> freaking Morty buying a sex doll, and he ends up getting it pregnant with... Uh, But uh, yeah, this Gazorpazor planet has all the males be all violent and whatnot, and the females all chill and whatnot, and Summer gets along with them great. And Morty ends up having his son, Morty Jr., who keeps aging, and he has to like raise him real fast, and ends up throwing him under the bus at the end of the episode when he tries to call him My Horrible Father. And it's a very successful book, and oh gosh, it is just freaking pretty solid <clears throat> and then rick's the minutes introduces the concept of interdimensional cable that freaking rick loves watching and it's just a bunch of different shorts and so many different shows like ants in my eyes johnson and oh gosh it's just a great blend of improvisation creativity and freaking uh <coughs> the two brothers is pretty awesome too because it's improvised by justin roiland the voice of rick and morty who was one of the creators of the show and it's just freaking hilarious and 
Definitely love this episode and the second one, Interdimensional Cable, too. But, uh, yeah, then the next episode, Something Ricked This Way Comes, uh, goes even deeper into the multiverse aspect of the show. And uh, frickin', um, what was I going to say? This one frickin' has uh, e an evil Rick and an evil Morty destroying many Mortys and Rick trying to bring him down and even has a nice character moment for Rick. And uh, definitely a real solid episode that has a real solid twist at the end. Oh, I think I was wrong. It's close Rick counters of the Rick kind. That the next episode, the one is I'm thinking of. The something Rick it this way comes was when Morty and Jerry go to Pluto, and uh, there's the the freaking uh, devil. Some are working for the devil, and Rick trying to outdo him. And oh gosh, this is so hilarious because the devil screws over Summer and freaking. Uh, Summer and Rick get buff and do steroids to DMX. And, oh, God, it is just so freaking hilarious. And at the end of the episode, they go beating up a neo-Nazi and just a bully. <laughs> and, oh, God, it is just so fucking hilarious. And also a dog owner that was being mean to his dog. Oh, God, it is just fucking hilarious. I love that episode. But yeah, I guess all I got left to say about Closer Encounters of the Rick Kind is it definitely introduced the concept of the Citadel of Ricks real nice, where they all have a little spot where they live in the multiverse, which was real cool. I guess that's all I got to say on that. <clears throat> and then up next is uh, <clears throat> freaking uh, Ricksky Business, where uh, Rick and Mori travel to another universe after having a party, because Summer wants to have a party, because Jerry and Beth are going to a reenactment of the Titanic. And, uh, oh gosh, one of the best aspects is, uh, frickin', uh, Abridoff Linkler, and it also introduces Bird Person and, uh, Squanchy. And frickin', oh gosh, it's so funny, too, this is what introduces the meaning of, uh, Rick's catchphrase, Wubba Lubba Dub Dub. And, uh, frickin', But yeah, gosh, it's so funny, too. The whole house is a mess, and freaking Summer and Morty are getting ready to get their asses torn when Jerry and Beth come back, but Rick ends up freezing time, so it allows them to repair the house and just fuck around, and oh, gosh, the final shot is so awesome, too, where Rick, Morty, and Summer start dancing, and uh, he's all like, I got a new catchphrase. I love my grandkids, and he's like, no, it's actually, I don't give a fuck. Oh, gosh. Just a solid episode. <clears throat> but yeah, um, season two definitely was real solid and picked up the slack of this one and um, really love this season. Definitely another highlight. I feel like both seasons two and four definitely had the best finales. Not that one was a crap finale. It just wasn't as strong in two and four because I don't know what the writers did with two and four, but they really freaking <clears throat> knocked it out of the park. But yeah, Rickle in Time was real nice where uh, I guess the time freezing messes up the flow of time and there are these two testicle monsters <laughs> voiced by Key and Peel and they're getting all pissed wanting to stop Rick from 
stopping him and also has a real nice moment where uh, it looks like Rick and Morty are going to be stuck in this little void and uh, Rick's like uh, here take my collar he's like I'm okay with this be better than me Morty and that definitely showed to me that Rick has a good heart at the right times and does care for Morty Summer and everyone But, uh, yeah, freaking um, real solid episode. And then my favorite episode comes next, Morty Night Run, which is where uh, freaking um, <clears throat> where freaking um, Jerry tags along with Rick and Morty and sends them to a daycare called Jerry Bree, which is so funny. Even across the multiverse, Jerry is still a dumbass and freaking used to be all taken care of in the little daycare center. It's just fucking hilarious. But yeah, freaking um, Rick also selling his gun to Crumbopulous Michael, an assassin, and uh, and the blips and chits, uh, freaking. Video arcade was real fun too with the Life of Roy game where freaking Morty plays it and he ends up really feeling like because it's like a simulation where you live through the life of someone and um, then he ends up dying, waking up thinking he's married. He's like, it's okay. And freaking Rick goes in and just absolutely kills it in the game. And he also saves Fart from Brophilus Michael's target. And uh, him and Morty have this argument about uh, <coughs> the chaos. That was caused by this happening. But yeah, freaking Fart has these telepathic freaking abilities and uh, uses it to lure people to kill themselves. And Fart reveals his plan to kill the whole universe. And uh, Morty has to end up killing him. But there is this real nice song called Goodbye Moon Men, which is a tribute to freaking... David Bowie, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it uh, freaking freaking uh, what was I gonna say? Freaking and Jermaine Clement is surprisingly a pretty awesome singer. I've seen him as an actor, but he is really good. And um, this episode was just the proof of it. And uh, gosh dang, it is like the ultimate chill song to listen to, and you just want to sit back and chill. It is definitely real nice. And then the next episode, Autoerotic Assimilation, introduces Unity, Rick's lover. And wow, this is probably one of the darkest endings in any Rick and Morty episode where throughout the whole episode, Unity realizes that Rick just brings out the worst in her and she just can't really handle it. And uh, freaking, um, and freaking, oh, and Jerry and Beth go to a marriage counseling where they become codependent and they release these monsters to destroy the whole freaking therapy center. But, uh, yeah, freaking, uh, Rick gets real distraught and at the end of the episode tries to kill himself. And wow, that song that plays, it is so dark and, oh gosh, wow. Um, Boy, I'm glad Rick didn't succeed because I would have just been real fucked up and real dark. Like, wow. 
But yeah, going on to the next episode, Total Rickall was also real hilarious. Um, freaking <clears throat> really uh, enjoyed uh, how uh, freaking <clears throat> this episode dealt with like duplicates and whatnot and how you can never really trust someone. And it's also the debut of Mr. Poopy Butthole, who is definitely a real awesome character and real funny. And him appearing at the end of the seasons is real hilarious, too. And frickin' Beth ends up shooting him because he she doesn't trust him and uh, ends up not pressing charges. And it's real uh, <laughs> intriguing how uh, that frickin' went around. And this is the episode that everyone cites as their favorite, which I enjoy, but um, I don't think it's the best of the show. There's plenty of other better episodes out there, but uh, yeah. <clears throat> But yeah, still a solid episode. I just don't agree that it's the best of the show. There's a lot of other better episodes out there. And freaking uh, <clears throat> Morty Night Run is better. And then this leads to Get Swifty, which has one of the best songs in the show where Rick and Morty sing Get Swifty. And oh gosh, it's just a real great episode with the iced tea. And freaking, uh, what was I going to say? Freaking just, uh, but yeah, um, also introduces these giant floating heads that are judges of a reality space show and freaking the people of Earth are treating them like a religion. And it also brings in the U.S. president also, who is like a cross between Obama and freaking, uh, Donald Trump, and you can definitely tell when you watch it that it's a mix of them both. And uh, gosh, it is just so funny, just freaking Morty playing a random beat and Rick saving the whole world by doing that. And the next episode is pretty hilarious too, the Rick's must be crazy with uh, <clears throat> Rick's car battery. And there's like a mini verse inside his battery that helps give him power. And Morty's all like, you do realize this is just slavery with extra steps? Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh, I love it. And Summer is in the flying car, and Rick orders it to keep her safe. And Summer's tired of people getting killed and paralyzed and having psychological torture being brought in. And she's forcing the freaking <laughs> car to be like, just don't kill anybody. And I guess the Earth they're on, because they're on a different Earth, had a war between humans and insects. And, uh, oh gosh, it's so funny too, with Rick constantly shrinking and the people in this universe, one of them figures out that they're just inside a car battery and he ends up killing himself. He just couldn't handle it. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, and even Morty disbands from Rick for a bit and he goes all crazy living away from the world he knows. Oh God, it is just so hilarious. And then the next episode, Big Trouble in Little Sanchez, is pretty funny, too, where Rick becomes Tiny Rick, and Tiny Rick ends up uh, <clears throat> taking over. Oh, 
But uh, yeah, this episode uh, definitely uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny and also has Rick uh, also singing the <clears throat> let me out, let me out. This is not a dance. I'm begging for help. I'm screaming for help. Please come let me out. <laughs> oh, gosh, freaking uh, this episode's definitely a real classic one. <coughs> and Interdimensional Cable 2. It's pretty nice. Also has some more uh, <clears throat> pretty hilarious alternate programming. And Jerry goes to an alien hospital after he ingested some... Uh, alien bacteria and he like wants to <laughs> give his penis to an alien activist and oh gosh it's so funny too he's like you i'm gonna give you your penis i want to do something good and uh, oh gosh that's led to so many hilarious memes from some rick and Morty groups i'm in so fucking hilarious <clears throat> and then up next is the purge episode look who's purging now where rick and Morty go to a planet to uh, buy some fluid and this is definitely up there. Probably my second favorite episode where uh, all crime is uh, legal for one night. Very much like The Purge. And one of the locals betrays Rick and Morty, Arthrisha. And uh, freaking Summer sends in some advanced power suits. And Morty freaking goes on a killing rampage. Because all of his freaking trauma and everything from all of his adventures just explodes. And even... Rick tells him to chill because he kills this one guy who he had to listen to reading his screenplay and he just kills him and oh god it is savage, brutal, hilarious all at once and <clears throat> but uh, yeah and at the end Rick also tries to spare him the knowledge that the candy bar he ate increased his purging even though the little purge chemical was taken out so I guess before I go into the final two seasons, here is uh, the season two finale, The Wedding Squanchers. Definitely don't agree when people say that the series was freaking, this is the best the series has ever been. But yeah, this one deals with Bird Person and one of uh, Summer's friends, Tammy, getting married and the Smiths being invited. And uh, <clears throat> Tammy is a Federation agent and Bird Person ends up... Uh, getting killed in the process and rick is just distraught because he declares him his best friend and that he even loves tammy and uh rick and the whole family gotta go hide and it leads to one of my favorite moments <laughs> where there's this screaming sun planet where uh anytime the sun rises the sun just screams and oh god just go on youtube and watch the binary sunset scene in star wars to that it's fucking hilarious and even just some other random edits but, uh, yeah, Rick ends up having another nice moment, too, where they're being chased by the police and the Federation. And uh, freaking uh, played to Nine Inch Nails hurt. Real nice touch. Freaking um, Rick turns himself in and gets arrested so the family can return to Earth. And uh, Jerry gets a job by the Federation. And, oh, gosh, in one of his low moments, he's all excited that he got a job, even though they lost Rick. And really isn't the time to be celebrating. But, yeah, this has the freaking uh, post-credit finale of Mr. Poopy Butthole freaking um, <clears throat> watching interdimensional TV and ordering some pizza. He's all getting all excited and whatnot. And he's all like, season three, it'll come here in, like, a year and a half. <laughs> and freaking um just a real uh 
nice finale. This is definitely one has all the stakes and everything. And this is definitely how it is done and led to a real interesting spot for season three. All right. Going to go ahead and take a little break right here. And then going to review seasons two and four in the first three episodes of season five. But we make sure they see the sun. Goodbye, moon man. Say goodbye, moon man. Goodbye, moon man. Goodbye. So now after that, uh, on to season three with the continuation being the Rick Shank Redemption. <laughs> and what's funny is this episode did debut exactly a year and a half after freaking after the previous episode, The Wedding Squanchers. <clears throat> and uh, definitely had some nice surprise turns and uh, continues with Rick's uh, incarceration. And some are also trying to save Rick. And... Um, Real nice moment where Rick, Summer, and uh, Morty confront each other in the Citadel of Rick's, and Rick brings them down along with uh, freaking <clears throat> freaking um, the Federation, where he crumbles an empire by making their currency worthless. And uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely a real solid episode. And Rick also revealing why he got Jerry out of the way because. Um, Freaking Jerry and Beth end up getting a <clears throat> divorce. And uh, Rick also goes on another huge rant, very reminiscent of the pilot episode, which uh, was definitely a real nice touch and definitely a good continuation. But uh, yeah, Rick Mancing the Stone is another solid episode too. Freaking, uh, freaking. But yeah, overall, this was a solid continuation. And definitely love the season overall. And the next episode, Rick Mansing the Stone, is another real amazing episode, too, where it's a parody of Mad Max, and Summer becomes a badass and freaking uh, ends up uh, marrying a freaking uh, post apocalyptic warrior. And even Morty gets injected with like the arm of someone who died, and he ends up being a badass in this. Thunderdome looking thing and uh, freaking uh, <clears throat> definitely a nice parody of uh, Mad Max while also uh, continuing the family story. And then the next episode is probably the one that launched Rick and Morty into the fucking stratosphere of its meme and just uh, the huge catalyst in popularity, that being Pickle Rick. Oh my gosh, this episode is just amazing with Rick becoming a pickle just because he wanted to and also that he <laughs> did it to avoid the family counseling session and uh rick becoming a badass and it even becoming a little bit of a parody of die hard with danny trejo oh god it is just so fucking perfect and uh even dr wong explaining why rick is the way he is which is a real nice touch but um yeah wow all the costumes random references to this i believe this is when i was at first aware of the show before Jeff recommended it to me and I got hooked into it. 
but yeah, Pickle Rick is definitely up there among some of the best episodes. It's just has a nice pacing, animation. Rick just being fucking awesome and hilarious. Just really love that. Just what made the show great overall, and uh, definitely real awesome. And then the next episode being a parody of one of my favorite movie series, the MCU, Vindicators 3, where it deals with a team of superheroes and uh, their villain being defeated by a really drunk Rick who ends up being a freaking the main villain. <coughs> but uh, yeah, really love this episode. It is just fucking hilarious. And um, I just, uh, every second of it is just awesome. And the Whirly Durly Conspiracy is also great, too, where Rick and Jerry end up going on a mission together where they go to this resort where you can't die. And frickin' uh, Summer ends up making herself become a giant because her boyfriend broke up with her. And this is why I say rule number one of Maury Smith, don't mess with Summer because he messes with frickin' uh, her ex-boyfriend, Ethan. And oh my gosh, what he did to him. Oh, wow. You you don't mess with Summer because Morty will fuck you up. Holy shit. It won't be Jerry who will do it, but fucking uh, Morty. He will definitely go in and take that on. Like, he doesn't give a shit. Also, had some nice um, development for uh, Beth and uh, freaking uh, also nice with Rick and Jerry killing each other and also the beginning of the episode too where Jerry thinks he's going to be executed because Morty wants him to go with him so he doesn't kill himself because he's all thinking he's all depressed and then the next episode is another meme too in the opening where freaking Rick and Morty go to this uh it's like a Star Wars like adventure and they're all just getting freaking <clears throat> freaking uh they're all traumatized, and uh, Rick's all screaming, and Morty's all crying. He's like, oh, fuck! Fuck! And Morty's, Jared, Morty's all like, I can't fucking do this anymore! And they end up getting detoxified, and God, that is like a perfect metaphor for watching Avengers Infinity War or anything that is just hard. <laughs> but yeah, they end up having their toxic counterparts, and um, both of them are trying to become retoxified, so they're their usual selves, and Morty ends up becoming a fucking American psycho, American psycho Wolf of Wall Street cross when he's detoxified. And uh, yeah, it is just, oh, wow. And then the Rick Lantis mix up is one where uh, freaking Rick and Morty uh, go on a side adventure in Atlantis. And this episode shows the life and times of the Citadel and also has a surprisingly nice um, homage to uh, Training Day. And in this time, Rick is the one actually doing good. Cop Rick and Cop Morty's the dirty cop, just like Alonzo in Training Day. But uh, yeah, it was a real great episode. And Evil Morty becoming President Morty is something I can't wait to see. I honestly hope we see more of that in this upcoming season. <clears throat> but uh yeah real great episode and then morty's mind blowers was a <clears throat> substitute for interdimensional cable <clears throat> where it shows memories that morty freaking wanted to have erased by rick because i guess they were so traumatizing but yeah and freaking uh they end up erasing their memories and summer has to reboot them and uh 
they fell asleep during interdimensional cable and freaking uh <clears throat> rick gets all pissed at summer this is fucking hilarious but yeah it is real nice seeing some of the memories and it is kind of almost like adventures we didn't see but it shows the best points of it kind of like how the theme song shows clips from episodes that have yet to air and then the next episode is one that carries over into season four the abc's of beth where there is a fantasy world called Froopy land where we reveal beth was pretty fucking crazy and rick was terrified of her too with some of her crazy ass toys and her friend tommy ends up uh becoming a cannibal and he has sex with the natives of the land and freaking eating them to survive <clears throat> and uh jerry ends up getting with this one alien who freaking ends up turning on him and uh freaking oh it's also funny too this one moment where summer just hands jerry's ass to him and it's fucking hilarious where He's like, are you going to help me? And he's like, okay, fine. I'll admit I'm a closeted racist. I'm partially homophobic. And uh, he just says all his problems. Like, are you going to help me now? And then Morty's all like, she just did. <laughs> oh, I fucking love that. That is just one of the ultimate freaking putting Jerry in his place type moments. But uh, yeah, this episode has the ending where <clears throat> Rick gives... Beth the option to freaking decide if uh, Beth, if she wants to have a clone of herself, it'll be perfect and she can go out into outer space and have her own adventure and not abandon her family and uh, she's leaving it up to Rick to decide and uh, it's just a real nice moment that'll be carried over into season four and definitely into five. <clears throat> But yeah, this finale, the Rick Cherry and Morty date, was a decent finale. But um, gotta admit, it definitely wasn't as strong. I like the Minecraft reference, though. It was pretty fun. And the president is just being a freaking petty dick where he's just wanting Rick and Morty to help him out. And they're getting burnt out by it. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, the fight between Rick and the president is pretty funny, too, and how his security tries to kill him and they end up all just killing themselves and freaking Rick and the president just keep getting elaborate weapons and keep outdoing each other. And Oh my gosh, this is fucking perfect. But um, yeah, overall season three was a real solid season. Got to admit the finale wasn't as strong as two, but still a pretty good season overall. And compared to the wedding squanchers, wedding squanchers is definitely better along with Rixie business, but this one's still pretty good. And then season four was a pretty good season, too. From what I've heard, it was split in half. And a lot of people say this is where the show went downhill, which I just don't get. But um, anyway, uh, <clears throat> on to the first episode, Edge of Timorty. Rick Die Repeat introduces a new pretty interesting concept of the death crystals. And Morty wants to have a death where Jessica comforts him. And... Uh, Frickin' it's definitely a real solid solid um frickin' concept and uh <laughs> really love the episode overall, especially when Morty goes on his rampage to ensure his <laughs> death with Jessica. But yeah, overall this uh, was a real solid episode. 
and the old man in the scene is great too where rick wants to go take a shit in peace and uh ends up becoming friends with tony and um you know what i'm really not going to say a whole lot other than taika watiti was a real nice cameo and just watch this episode because <coughs> it's a real solid one and there's another twist that i want to i'm gonna go ahead and just let you figure out and then one crew over the crew who's morty is another great episode too where it's a parody of heist films and um just a real nice parody with the classic you son of a bitch i'm in Mo uh, meme But yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and trim down some of this season because there's only a few episodes I have stuff to say about because the season is good overall. Just um, not as strong as others. Anyway, um, Never Ricking Morty is a great episode where it talks about the future of the show and it has a story train and um, definitely like seeing uh, what? Okay. But yeah, it was a real solid commentary on the show and um how Dan Harmon and uh Justin Royland don't wanna freaking derail the show or give it like a big epic Avengers Endgame type finale and was definitely a real solid episode. And the next one's pretty nice too, Promorius, where it parodies Prometheus and Alien and Summer ends up being left on this planet with these aliens that stick themselves on their mouth and uh, <laughs> freaking um, Rick and Morty become mind controlled, and I guess the alien parasites on them end up making out with each other. Oh gosh, it's definitely pretty freaking hilarious. Definitely a classic Rick and Morty episode. And then the Vat of Acid episode is just absolutely wonderful. Freaking love this episode. Um, <clears throat> this is the one where. Rick has his fake acid that's just like pop and uh, he gets on his butt about it being a terrible idea and uh, this movie parodies probably one of my favorite Futurama episodes meanwhile with a little button that allows you to repeat a certain moment with like a save point and oh gosh it is just uh, so funny with Morty going around committing a lot of crime and pranks and uh, he just keeps resetting himself. And then he ends up falling in love and goes into a plane crash. And uh, he considers using the remote, but then calls for his rescue instead. And uh, freaking Jerry ends up grabbing the wrong remote and sends Morty back. And he tried to recreate the relationship, but <laughs> he ends up saving to a point where he just keeps getting pepper sprayed oh gosh it's freaking hilarious <clears throat> and uh 
Morty has a nice moment too, where he learns consequences are what matter. And uh, Morty has to end up complimenting the idea. Gosh, it was just fucking perfect. But yeah, the second to last episode, Chilled Rick of Mort, is also pretty funny. Where Rick bangs a planet and uh, there's this society that him and Beth help create. And Rick gets in a battle with a Zeus-like character that is just freaking hilarious. And um, <clears throat> overall, a real nice episode and a nice precursor to the finale. But, uh, yeah. Forgot to mention, too, in Claw and Hoarder Special Rickton's unit, this episode's funny because it has a talking cat featured by, voiced by Matthew Broderick, which is freaking hilarious. Don't have a lot to say, though, on it. But this finale was another real solid one star more Rick turn of the Jerry, where Space Beth comes in, <clears throat> leading a rebel group against the new Galactic Federation and leads to Summer and Morty teaming up in this episode, which was real nice. And freaking also the reveal that Space Beth may or may not be the clone. And. Rick doesn't know, and he probably won't know, because he purposely randomized it, and freaking Tammy getting killed by Jerry was a surprisingly smart moment for Jerry, but yeah, it was real nice too, and freaking Rick knocks her out saying, you made me go to a wedding, she gets all mad at her for that, even though he did kill Bird Person, and turned Bird Person to Phoenix Person. And um, <clears throat> and freaking uh, Rick's trying to also repair Bird Person, which is definitely something I hope happens in the next season. But yeah, this uh, finale had it all great action, drama, reveals definitely a real solid finale. And this season overall was just pretty incredible but uh yeah <clears throat> so far with this season gotta say all been pretty solid episodes from Mort, dinner rick andre i like this episode because it freaking uh <clears throat> shows more of rick's other influence because rick and morty are based on doc and marty from back to the future and that was the origin of the show but this episode also shows his other influence, that being Mr. Fantastic, with his nemesis being like Namor, the Submariner, and freaking Jessica and Morty finally get together, because Jessica's his love interest throughout the whole show. And then there's this Narnia dimension where Morty goes to go get some wine, and there ends up being this war on Morty, and Jessica gets trapped there. And ends up gaining a lot of cosmic knowledge. <clears throat> and <clears throat> and now I guess they're just friends for the moment. But uh, yeah, this was definitely a solid debut. Would have liked it to reference the season four finale a little bit. But the next episode does have an appearance from Space Beth. 
<coughs> which was real nice. But yeah, this episode, not much to say other than there's a lot of these decoys that are exact copies of the Smith family. And they just end up going around and uh, kill each other and some real nice, interesting designs. But yeah, it uh, definitely, it was a good episode. Not uh, great, but still pretty good. But uh, yeah, freaking uh, the post credit scene was great, though, where the wood cherry goes through time and uh, gets cut into pieces and sees <laughs> freaking cowboy times in religion played to Who Wants to Live Forever from Highlander, which was real nice. And uh, freaking Space Beth makes an appearance, so hopefully she <clears throat> comes back more. And in the final episode up till now, a Rick Convenient Mort features a real hilarious parody of Captain Planet, Planetina, voiced by Allison Bree. Great casting also. And uh, it's just a real nice episode of Morty going falling in love with her real fast and um, <clears throat> Beth having some surprising development and Rick and Summer going to planets that are going to be destroyed. And uh, Planetina ends up revealing her real psycho side and uh, Morty ends up breaking it off of her and he is real heartbroken and Beth ends up confronting him and telling him that she understands the pain, which is a real nice touching moment. But uh, yeah, freaking Rick also falls in love with this alien that has like multiple titties on her elbows and her chest. Oh gosh, it's uh, <laughs> freaking hilarious. But yeah, so far this has been a pretty solid season and love the Planetina one. Um, that's probably the best one so far. And that was a real nice uh, parody. And um guess uh, that's my thoughts on the series up to this point. And I'm also glad that the uh, gaps are no longer going to be happening as Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland, I guess they got the show moving along real great but anyway my predictions for the rest of season five hopefully space beth will make an appearance we'll maybe get a little more elaborating on, on that maybe we won't i think i heard we're going to learn some more about rick which will be interesting there'll be another citadel episode which will be interesting to see and yeah other than that really anything can happen but i'm game for it because this show is yet to disappoint I think every season is great, and there is yet to have a, be a Black Sheep season. So, yeah, this show's definitely up there among my favorite shows, and I'm glad, I'm glad I've gotten into it, and highly recommend, and uh, geek and proud. Oh, yeah, you gotta get Swifty, you gotta get Swifty in here, it's time to get Swifty, uh-oh. You gotta get swifty, oh yeah. Take off your pants and your panties, shit on the floor. Time to get swifty in here. Gotta shit on the floor. I'm Mr. Bulldogs.